Good morning. How are you today? Well, today's podcast is going to be about my pre-op art gallery meeting. I am going to, I can't take it today because I don't know how the weather's going to be. I'm trying to surprise you folks and I know that some people want to be surprised. So, either the ninth or the 10th, I am doing a pre-op part one art gallery show. Now, this will include things that um, will be featured and advertised to the community to get ready for the big enchilada. Come on now. Uh, August the 12th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I am doing something that I think everyone is going to want to do. You should come and check it out. You should come and see what I have available for you. So, how y'all doing this morning? This morning, um, I'm trying to keep a positive mindset about things from COVID-19 to Black Lives Matter to all these different protests to fear, lies, and hate. It's a lot of that going on. Guess I have to talk about that because I can't turn a blind eye to it. I have a platform and I'm going to use it. I don't see myself as a famous person, but I definitely see myself as a person that has a platform like all of y'all got a platform, right? So this is what I'm motivated to do today, to talk about my art and trying to hold it all in about what exactly I'm going to have available. Well, it's going to be free and it's going to be something that everybody's going to want to do, something that's really popular, something that's going to get people uh, they're going to be able to be interactive with my art, as well as be a part of it. If that, and it will make sense once you understand what I'm making reference to. But um, the whole point of me doing this is I think a lot of us want something that's interactive. And it's something that can be done within the community. And it's something that it can be done with plenty of social distancing. I'm going to have all the above. Imagine that. So, we creative people, we, and y'all know who y'all are. I don't know if you know if you're creative, but like, a person who's creative is creative in everything, in every aspect, including knowing how to get exposure, knowing how to, it's funny, I didn't even know this is mean that I can get exposure in this type of way. But Tamika is damn excited about this. And like I said, something is free. And it's plenty of social distancing. And I can guarantee if you like art and you like doing things with your friends, your family, or even just with yourself, this will be something that you want to be a part of. Young, old, literally it goes across the board to all ages. I'm going to want to be a part of this. Yeah, I found me a, I would say, a diamond 
for the community, what I found for us to do. This is so interesting about the pre-op and um, the pre-op to the art gallery part two, but this is art gallery one. Of course I'd be selling things, but it'd be so, it's the pre-op meeting. I'm gonna have my work displayed. If you like it and you want to purchase it, it will be purchased at a different time. So between the 9th and the 10th, it's going to be a pre-op. And hold on, try not to sneeze. Hate that when you feel like you have to sneeze, but you don't sneeze. Yeah, just experience that, and I really don't like it. I don't know about you, but I'm not a big fan of sneezes and not coming out. I just want to get the hell out of the way. But anyway, um, I want to be a part of the positive. I could talk about the negative. But that's not going to do you no good, me no good. The negative meaning, yeah, hell yeah, that's people are racist. <laughs> Look, I'm, and you don't have to be black to see it, right? You don't, you just have to have two eyes and two ears just functioning. <laughs> and there's people who are in denial of it, but yet that's their business, I suppose. I'm just going to just leave it there, really. I don't care if our president is, people say they're, he's racist. I don't know if he's actually racist. I haven't met him. This is my thing. If you're going to have a perception about somebody, know them face forward, right? Talk to them face forward. Have an actual, some type of relationship with them. Um, I don't have one with him. I just know that he got a heck of a one on TV, and people go based upon that. And you're not, I was told you're not supposed to believe everything on TV. I can't tell you what to believe, but I don't believe everything on TV. I look at facts. It is a fact. Let me just put this out here and, like, please don't get mad at me when I say this because it's almost like I'm a Trump supporter. But I am a supporter of any organization that gives working people a chance, meaning, I'm not saying he gave us all jobs, no. His administration, I'm just saying, not just him, his whole administration. I've never seen a president do this. It's a lot of firsts with Trump organization. He signed the checks for our stimulus checks. Let's just keep it honest for a minute. And you wouldn't qualify for a stimulus check unless you were affected by COVID-19. Like, I'm one of many. Then, all of a sudden, us who couldn't work, who were forced to stay at home just to protect everybody else, as well as protect the whole American economy. If you ain't got your health, you have nothing. So if everyone is sick, of course you're not gonna have an economy. So this was a state of emergency completely. It had to happen. I hate to go political, but this is the first president. This is the first president administration. They got this done, meaning the $1,200 stimulus check never had a check from any president, never had an expectation like that from a president. This administration, but I have to look at it. It's the times that it's, he had to do it. You know, you don't want a whole bunch of angry poor people coming at you. I get their point. And I live in Jersey, so we're not too far from Washington, D.C., from the White House. 
You know, in other countries, they have something called a coup. You know what that is, right? A coup is when the people rise up against you and take over. Take over your establishment. Meaning, a coup normally happens in other countries. It happened here. Don't think it can't. I don't want to believe it can't, but there's some people here, some sophisticated criminals out here that... Let's just say this much. I seen something, this is about a month ago, maybe a little bit more of a month ago, where in Georgia, and I don't know what part of Georgia, I don't know what's in Atlanta, but the point I'm making, when they had rioted, they rioted and got military stuff. You hear me? I said, what sophisticated criminals was this? And people were riding around in army tanks. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was funny. I ain't gonna lie. I have a good sense. I like to think I have a good sense of humor. But it's kind of telling you that everyone is not stealing on the same level. And so forth is talking about the rioters. All of them are not just um, poor people who want to do things for money, do things for stealing. No. They're sophisticated ones. They want to steal. Yeah, of course. But when I hear stuff like that, it becomes troubling. But funny at the same time. But also, I get the logic of the Trump administration. Look, you don't want a whole bunch of poor people coming at us. Because I may not be sophisticated enough to get them. Or not just him, but his administration. So all that work with Trump had enough sense to like, oh, we're going to have to mandate these things and implement. So I see how it was a must. It was a need. It was... So, a lot of us are forced to do our businesses, our job outside of our, I mean, inside of our home. And I get that. Hey, look, folks, it it sucks. I'm not a fan of it. But you know what? If it's going to protect us all, if it's going to keep us safe, look, I am 100% behind it. And no, I don't feel like my rights are being um, taken because after this this COVID-19 stuff is over with we're still american and we're 100% still people so i'm okay yeah i do feel like i'm being controlled but like what can i do i mean seriously what can i do all i can do is get what i can what i qualify oh yeah the laws change too for those who didn't qualify for unemployment because you're made too little like i did because me i work for the school yeah, that's my other source of income beyond photography, traveling, a variety of things that I do that I truly enjoy. But, and I make things happen, you know, but this is the thing. I have to do what I have to do. I have to enjoy my one life. I know we have rules and things to um, follow, but as a result of me traveling recently, going cross country, going to the hot city, right before they closed. So they're at phase one, last time I read, they might be at phase two, don't know. They're at phase one. And I hear Jersey um, COVID-19 cases are on the rise. Don't know why exactly, because in my neck of the woods, people, I know majority, not everybody, but they are doing their part. So, oh, let me get back to the pre-op. The pre-op to the second art gallery show from the 12th to the 16th. 
between the ninth and the tenth. I think I'm gonna do it in the daytime. This is gonna be something that um, you can put your orders in for an item or two that you may like. I'm excited about that. Um, and you get to participate in the art function that is very popular. So I'm trying my best not to tell you what it is, but if you've got a camera, like if you've got a cell phone, you can be a part of it. This unique event, um, you get to be a part of it. It's something that everybody's going to be able to see and everybody can be a part of it. And social distancing is possible. And um, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be something fun. So um, I hope to see you there. I can't tell you the time. I'm trying to surprise you guys. Ah. Uh, so if you see in the night for a chance, I'm just giving you a round of date. This, this um, Rena alarms give you an idea of the dates of when I'm going to do this art gallery show. So if you're like me, do you struggle with the like people? I struggle with not knowing how to appeal to the people. I mean, I know I'm great as an artist, but sometimes you gotta figure out your approach. So I'm struggling with how to approach, even in this podcast, even me just talking to you and I can't even see your face. What do I say? What do I do? But like, I know the best thing as a customer versus me who's an owner is to inform people. A lot of people who are not informed about a lot of different things. You'll be shocked. But, um, or maybe you won't. But a lot of customers or potential customers are not informed. So I am informing you. So I'm telling y'all about my surprise um, art gallery show that's going on either the 9th or the 10th. Can't tell you for how long. Because this is a big surprise because it's just preparing, making the way for the art gallery show that's going to happen between the 12th and the 16th. And I hope that you are able to come. And if you're not able to come, well, meet me here on Facebook. I have no problem doing a slideshow for those who would like to see it. And maybe that will promote you to come. I hope it does. My items will be $2 to $100. I can't tell you what the items are going to be because I have to surprise you. So this is my effort of trying to surprise you um, and inform you. So I inform you about the date between the 9th and the 10th. One of those days, I want to have a surprise art gallery show in the daytime, not telling you the time, and I'm telling you the prices, $2 to $100, and admission is what? Free, and social distancing will be done, and everybody will have a good time, guaranteed. Not too many artists can guarantee a good time, but this is going to be a function, not just looking at my work, not just admiring it, but actually, and purchase some of it, but... I am literally preparing the way for the 12th through the 16th. And um, 
So I am literally informing you that it's going to be social distancing and it's going to be something that everybody can be a part of. Even one person can have fun with this particular activity that I would have everyone to do. So I am informing my customers, my potential customers. How are you? Good morning. I know it's kind of early in me over here podcasting at all, but you know, when you have a good idea, it's like a light has went off on inside of you and you just want to just share the good news. And that's what I am intending to do now. Share the good news. And it's good news to me that I can inform you about my latest update, latest idea. I'm not trying to come with the very next fresh idea. And just last night I had this idea. Just last night. And this is going to be something that I think everybody will enjoy. I know I'm going to enjoy it being a part of it but social distancing will be implemented i will make sure of this i'm not a guard or anything but um yeah i'm going to make sure that people are able to do such things that can enjoy themselves who can everyone don't have to have a whole you don't have to have a whole crowd of people to have a good time and you could come with a crowd if you chose to but I would suggest to come with no more than three people max because we're doing social distancing and I just want to feel safe to be frank. And yes, I'm going to have face masks out there. If you don't have them, you know, maybe you ain't got them, but face masks will be required. But there's a certain point of this activity where you can take off the face mask. This has been a surprise pre-op podcast over and out surprise pre-op podcast this has been a surprise surprise art gallery show over and out check one hi check one two hello check one three good morning it's 9 39 in the a.m in new jersey so Today's news is going to be about the positive, it's going to be about creativity. Hi again. So what exactly in creativity am I going to talk about? Some of us are blessed with multiple um, different talents. And my first love in creativity is writing. Not handwriting now, because my, my cursive is horrible. Trust me, I've stretched my eyes sometimes, so if I have to stretch my eyes, that kind of tells you how sloppy my cuss working can be, but you know, cuss working. Oh my God, I said cuss working. Uh, cursive can be, I correct myself, I stand corrected. So, but it didn't stop me from writing, meaning I still wrote regardless of Sometimes we are told things that are lies, and when you stop listening to them, there's so much freedom involved in that. While we're talking about listening to lies and the freedom involved in all that, you know, lies hurt, 
lies are meant to hurt you. So I'm going to focus on the good. Let's get to this point, shall we? Hi, how are you doing? Thank you so much for coming again. So here we go. It's called It All Begins. It all begins with coffee and bagel. It all begins with a heart that's open. Like the heart of mine. Not one to give up. And have the type of faith. Willing to hold on to my dreams. No matter how impossible it seems. It's kind of long. Please bear with me. It can happen to you. As long as you're living, your dreams can come true. It all begins when Tamika finally wins in a city they call City of Sin. It all begins there where there were three who invited me to coffee downstairs. At a Starbucks, I will finally win. Someone say I finally found some luck. This running scared homeless girl who had no one good in her world, so used to being misunderstood or not heard at all. It all begins with these three who would soon give me liberty from 120 degree hot heat from sitting on the concrete begging for some change this one who felt ignored she'll soon get what she's praying for it all begins with compassion that these three London England ladies London England Christian ladies went to action who seen me with my cup invited me to get a fill up in my life gave me another way to survive yes today I cry as I sit inside my home no longer do I roam the streets trying to survive in the dangerous hot heat. That type of life is no longer for me. That that um that used to beat me in fear of my ex-husband who would appear and go on attack no longer no longer not no longer, no love, no honor, no respect was what I would get from being this homeless, abused girl. These three would change my world. My world was turned upside down. These three treated me as if I had a crown, as if I was royal. It all begins with these three who believed in me, who gave me a crown. No longer would I have to go on this sick miracle round. 
after I received a ticket from Greyhound, they prayed after they gave me this ticket. This one-way trip to a state that's known for its permanently parked battleship at the waterfront from World War II. I went back and pursued my talents that I haven't practiced since I was 16. I practiced the creative side of me. I no longer hide my creative side. And it all, and it can happen to you no matter what you may be going through. This is what you can love. You can do what, what you can and what you love to do. Don't be afraid to shine and share your gift. Your gift cannot be compared with yesterday's nightmare. It all begins in you and all begins in me. It's some amazing things that happen when your heart is open, is to be open to just be free to enjoy your creativity. This is a seven minute point, kind of long, but a little choppy, still working on it, sharpening it up, shining it up, making it sound quite clear for your ears to hear and hear me out. I want to scream, I want to shout, cause this is the life that I am grateful that I am able to live. Sometimes we have really hard times. Wondering how in the world do we get the life, the strength to still survive. I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful that that situation didn't take, didn't swallow me up and take me away. It's nothing like living a life Always afraid, always in fear, always crying, always in tears, always uh, a little bit paranoid. But I think you would be paranoid too if you had someone pursuing you and hurting you. And it wasn't just the ex-husband. It was the whole complete lifestyle of being underly employed of being not employed. I went from being underemployed to not employed to having, I had my savings, I had my 401k. Yeah, I was not the brightest woman in marriage. I called myself supporting me and my ex-husband too. I found out he can care less about supporting anything to do with me. Some people say, do you think about him? Of course I do. Why wouldn't I? But he's my past. I don't have to. He don't have to be by my side. I don't have to worry about him getting on my motherfucking nerves. I don't have to worry about him worrying about him. Mm. I He's just a ghost of my past, really. He doesn't make me. He couldn't break me. He tried. He couldn't break me. Now, I don't know what y'all going through. And how much it may hurt or how impossible it may seem, but don't be afraid to hold on to your dreams. It can take you places. 
I wanted to come back to Jersey for many different reasons. I believe my season was just up in Las Vegas. Sometimes I wonder, like, how come all that stuff was happening to me? It was just my time to leave. See, this is how I'm able to perceive it. We all have a season. Every last one of us. And I'm not saying your season is to travel all the time. Like, well, I can't say I travel a lot now, especially since COVID-19 and all. But I still do travel. I still do get around. And I still live my life. And do not forget how to do that, even in COVID-19. First of all, you might want to stop watching the news. You might want to literally cut the news off. Matter of fact, you might sometimes want to get away from social media. I do from time to time. Just unplug. And just unplug and take care of me. Whatever I'm lacking. Like last time I unplugged, just a couple of days, about three days ago. I would, my whole body was in pain. What was it in pain of? It's quite obvious. My eyes stay glued to the telephone. And our Wi-Fi. So my eyes is glued to this telephone. Think about it. I don't have a stand currently. Currently. Even though I'm about to get one really soon. If you do not have a phone stand, your phone is low. It's not on your ear like old school phone. You're holding it on your ear. It's a cell phone, so you're holding it in your hand. Therefore, your head and neck is leeching down. And I did this for a long time. I couldn't stop doing it. And when I see my neck, the center of my neck, the back of my neck, the size of my neck, I couldn't move it around. I couldn't move my head around like I'm doing right now, completely pain-free. And, like, it started to affect my chest, if that make any sense, because all that is connected, right? Neck, head, chest. And even my back started to hurt, as if I was doing a computer job. For those who do office jobs and stuff, their back hurt because they sit on the line. So I'm sitting with a cell phone, posting all this stuff, creating all this stuff, and I realize I'm doing far too much. And then I start worrying and going frantic. You know, it's felt like that's like the issue today. Well, at least with me. I can't talk about what you're worrying about. I was worried about my job. See, my supervisor was supposed to contact us, and she did not. I don't think she knows when, if the kids are even going back to school. So I think it's a smart move that she don't contact us. But last night... One of the supervisors did contact us, but we had like a group um, text because I'm not the only legislator that works at that school. We work, it's NutriServe technically, but I'm at my home based school, is a, it's called Jennings Elementary School. This is in Oakland, New Jersey. I miss the kids so bad. But I don't think they know what to do, especially when the, the governor is saying point blank, y'all need to stay at home to beat this COVID 19 thing. Just don't go nowhere. You know, you might as well just say that. I didn't even read all the briefing, but I read that statement point blank. Y'all just need to stay home. Now, a lot of people don't want to hear that shit, okay? But, and it is a control factor, but we're trying to get a handle of it. I don't think he knows what he's doing, but I think maybe to some extent he knows because the cases have been down if y'all look at the history of new jersey and we used to be a high city we're two hours from new york about two hours yeah and new york used to get twice as many cases and um because they got a lot of people jersey don't have as many we have a lot but we don't have as many and um as a result 
we have been quite proactive, called me. I tested for COVID-19. It's a giant demand. Uh, I remember being turned away the first time. And I wasn't a cab folk. I wasn't too happy about being turned away, number one. I was only there an hour late. And I was turned away because after 11 o'clock, they started at 10 a.m. And 11 o'clock, it's too late. So long story short, I am grateful for my life. I am grateful for those who are listening right now. Um, I want you to honor your life if it's possible. That's why when I write, when this particular poem that I wrote, I try to in, implement encouraging you because I have this belief system. I don't believe that I got helped. I got delivered just for me alone. No. No. I say no again because I have this belief system that believes that if one get blessed, many get blessed. So I want to bring a blessing to all. I can be a blessing with those who have an ear to hear. So today's poetry is really um, is a way of me being grateful and that these three Christian women wouldn't give up on me. When they, I have to tell you, when they ask me, what are you doing out here? They see me on a strip of Las Vegas, Nevada, sitting down on the concrete of a bridge that connects the Fashion Show Mall. And then on the other side, you have the Wynn Hotel Casino. So you have the Venetian, Planet Hollywood, further down, way further down, MGM. Um, I'm just telling you what's on where I was at. And then they invited me to coffee. They said, come with us. And I looked at them and I said, what? Me, homeless girl with a um, please help sign and a 7-Eleven cup was invited to go downstairs at the Starbucks. And these people weren't even American, folks. Yeah, they weren't even American. They're from London, England. Never had friends in England, but I got some, like in my heart, they all just go have a place there, you know? So, to me, a friend, a friend helps you when they can. They just recognize it was the right thing to do. I've heard this Christian, one of my Christian friends that I used to, a guy I used to date, said, there's some things you, God shouldn't have to tell you to do it. If you have the ability to be a blessing to people, be it. These three Christian women, according to my understanding, and the story I was told, they were at a wedding. Such a Christian thing, right? Got to go to a wedding. It was a, a daughter who was around my age, a mother, and a grandmother. They all was there for that wedding. And at the, I believe, at the Paris Hotel Casino, which is actually on the opposite side from where I was at. Okay, but it was where the same side where the wind, the Venetian, Planet Hollywood, MTM, it's on the same side. Matter of fact, Planet Hollywood is not too far from the wind, to be honest. Just think about it. Just had to think about it. So I'm recalling these things to tell you how far these women had came. And um, they had a wedding to attend. The mother told me she never wanted to come to Vegas. The mother said if it was up to her, she never would have came. But she met me. And her daughter introduced me to them, and they all um, asked me my story, and I told them the truth about my ex-husband and how 
I'm one of unfortunate ones who was married to a man who broke my heart, broke my mind, broke my body. Um, I wasn't. The, I sit here and joke and say I wasn't the smartest in in love because I gave everything but my life. My life he could not have. That's something that's sacred. That's something you shouldn't give to any person. Meaning, if someone is tormenting you, abusing you, sharing your world, your life, it's not something you're going to keep doing. That's how the whole last was so long. <clears throat> and for me, I, um, I'm grateful that I'm not in it. I don't have to wake up or worry about who he's gonna, how he's going to hurt me today. That used to be something that was a part of my um Something I just dealt with every day, him being something body different. Not like literally having different personalities, but I'm saying he did hurt me. Every day, how is he going to wreck something or break something down? Every day. This is literally sleeping with the damn enemy. And it's literally the definition of it. Clearly. And... I didn't tell people about it because I'm the wife. I'm supposed to love him. I became a, a item, not a person. When you start to feel these type of feelings, well, it's a big indication you shouldn't be with the person. When you have to guess or be worried about how they're going to hurt you day in, day out. And then I divorced him. Because I thought divorce meant the relationship was over with. And for him... Because this is how I'm seeing it. I'm kind of understanding his anger a little bit. Why did he attack me and fight and argue with me? Because he wanted my attention. He, it was his way of getting my, and he got it. He got me cursing and acting nasty too. But no one likes to be pricked. I don't care who you are. So, yeah, he got me. I didn't realize that, but he got my energy. He got my focus. He got my attention. He got me being afraid, terrified, and me not wanting to be with him. But, you know, some I've seen people who are in the sex industry, and I was told these are weak women who made this comment. They, they, they'll fuck with my head or my emotion. They didn't realize how much I didn't give a fuck. They actually said these are girls who were in the shelter with me. State this statement. You know how some men, they got to have sex with other women. How many men you know that's like that? All men. <laughs> and they're given an opportunity, they're going to take it. Stop it, you know. Um, what if he's having sex with other women? Why should I care? I'm done. Fucking him. It's not worth me losing my life. They, aren't, they weren't realizing that. <laughs> Mr. Two-Minute Man. Um, <laughs> ooh, I know I shouldn't talk about him, but I am. I wasn't in love with him anymore. That's something else I figured out too. If I was in love with him, then I would feel a need to be with him. This is one of the times that I left him. This wasn't the last time I left him. The last time I left him, I was done. Couldn't nobody tell me anything. Um, but this was like one of the last times that I left. I left him 11 times in two years. That kind of tells you the type of unsteady relationship it was. So when you are coming home from work, this is when I used to work. I didn't know how he was going to antagonize me. I didn't know how this man was going to attack me. 
I used to be afraid to go into my, to where we used to stay. We used to stay in what they called a suite. We weren't always homeless, okay? And I mean, the beginning of our marriage. Problems. Not with no damn marriage. But anyway, um, jokes all aside. I compare my life to yesterday's pain, and it is far gooder. I compare me today, I have no, not a, no tolerance for that abuse shit. Yes, I've been with guys that are abusive, but I gotta tell you, none of them ever put their hand on me. I have to tell you, they may, they have um, terrorized me and act like they're gonna hurt me. One of them actually picked up a hammer and tried to hit me, act like he'll hit me in my head and take my life and scare me. But a scared person will fuck you up. I put my two fists up in the fighting, I'm about to punch you mode position. And I said to him, go ahead. Come on. I literally waved my hand back and forth saying, come on, Mr. Lover Man. Mr. I'm going to hit you in the head with a hammer. Come on. I want to see you do it. I was ready to jump up and knock him the fuck out. And by the way, I'm not a martial art person, but I am a trained massage therapist. Being that, I know what pressure point to hit to knock you the fuck out <laughs> if I wanted to. Okay? And I was going to go either for his eyes. If I hit the tip, I might kill you. So, but I might, I was going to consider doing that. I was actually, to be honest with you, I went too far from killing this man. He don't know that, but I was thinking, I'm going to hit you where you ain't going to get up. Not telling you people go out there to kill people who fuck with you, but you should not let somebody hit you with a fucking hammer. No. Then another guy so many years later. I got lonely. And when you get lonely, you don't think too well. And um, your hormones take over. <laughs> so you start making decisions based on that. He actually told me one day that he's gonna hit me, literally for no apparent reason at all. Come on, for shits and giggles. And I told him, I said, motherfucker, you don't know me. This is what I said to him. Now, Tamika, when I compare myself to the old Tamika, I would be too scared. This man wanted me to marry him after one time of being intimate with him. Uh Uh-uh. I just said, I said, you don't know me. <laughs> I said, get the fuck out of here. I try to get down on one knee. I said, oh, no. I said, you don't know me. And try to hold my hand like it's something special. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, this Tamika is willing to fight you. And if I don't have to fight you, the law can get you. The old Tamika would not call the cops on you. This Tamika called cops on him quick. I got some good advice, some good legal advice. I didn't even wait 24 hours. I waited after this fool told me how he wanted to hit me in my eye and how he started bugging me and knocking on my door and obsessively knocking on my door. Yeah, not a good guy. Even this is after I told him he's a dangerous man. Stay away from me. Yeah, I think I like me and won't anymore. I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, this Tamika has no tolerance for that shit. He stays in the neighborhood. I don't care who he's with. 
And someone said, oh, he's probably with someone else. More than likely. But you know what? I hope this person is smart enough to get away from him for her safety. Because if he beats on me or trying to beat on me and barely know me, well, that kind of says where his respect is for women. You know, and I'm just that girl that's not going to put up with it. Either the police going to get you or I'm going to get you. So I'd rather for the police get you. So once I had the police contact this man, gave him his phone number, they handled the situation correctly. Now, I talk about the comparison, about how far I've came from a girl who's used to being pushed in the corner, hurt, beat on, attacked, chased, stalked, tormented, stomped on, choked, smacked, really pushed down, knocked all around. This is something I'm used to dealing with people's love and relationships. Even with, well, I go for this, even talk about my prior abuse of growing up. I mean, you can't help what you were brought up. It's not my fault that you're a psycho. You just happen to have kids. <laughs> I wouldn't like, I joke about it and laugh because it's like, I'm psycho, I have some kids. I have more people to push around and torment. This Tamika don't even tolerate that particular person. Want to say, oh, forgive them, and you know, that's the past. Bullshit. If it was the past, they would have some type of respect for me today. They have no respect for me, and this is from a, a mother. They're still a sick, demented individual, and I refuse to entertain it anymore. And you know what? I don't know you, but if you're dealing with any person that's demented, controlling, abusive, you don't gotta get smacked around, punched, choked choked out, stumped on, literally stumped on like you're dirt or you're some type of animal, even though animals don't deserve that shit, what I have went through, what I got through, even if you're going through something emotionally like that, like every time me and this person talk, I am my mom, this she is my mom, but she's not motherly, there's a giant difference, she's a mother biologically, but a mom? A sacrificing woman, that's not her. An unselfish, caring, of sacrificing to help who she brought in this world. Who cares about what's going on in her life? This is not the person she allowed herself to be to her children. And by the way, she's an RN, so that's really weird. Because you would think an RN would be caring. Well, they're caring to everybody else. I can't speak for every RN, but I know how the current RN, my mother, has been to me. I haven't spoken to her since October of last year, by the way. And I'm not ashamed of it, because you know, some people just enjoy hurting people, and that's what she was doing to me over the damn phone. And can care less about how she was hurting me. So I decided to push away, and I don't feel guilty about it. Why should you feel guilty about protecting yourself? That's all I'm doing, and what I'm not going to put up with, that dumb shit. I don't care who you are. I do care, but I don't care. I don't care who the person is in your life. If they're like that to you, look, at some point, you got to say no, enough, no more, and that's where I had to be. 
So this is about poetry. This is about recovery. This is about art. Oh, and by the way, I do have a secret art gallery show that I'm doing between either on the August the 9th or 10th. I'm not going to tell you the exact date, but it's just preparing for the second art gallery show that I will be doing in public. Unless it's spring like it is right now. Ah, my ass will be home. Oh, but I will um, have something that's practicing social distancing, but everyone gets to be a part of this. This is going to be fun. This is a guaranteed fun for those who participate in this art gallery show. And there are certain things I'm going to demonstrate, I'm going to have implemented in the art gallery show that I will be sharing with you here on Facebook on um, variety of my podcast show. And I look forward to it. So what is this great thing you're able to do? What do you like to do? Meaning your art, something that you enjoy, that's a pure pleasure to do. What is that for you? What does that look like for you? I'll leave it up to you because you're the artist. So you are the author. You are the creator. So what does that look like to Y-O-U? Thank you so much for your time and for your energy and um, for a heart willing to listen. This has been a, po- a podcast show about art, recovering, reflecting, looking back, and encouraging those to just be all of you who have came to this podcast to just be who you are freely and enjoy your here free right now moment right now life. This has been a Tamika Michelle podcast over and out.